This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hi, all you mindful listeners out there. Thank you so much for spending some of your day with us. And guess what? I have one of the most esteemed guests who wrote a fantastic book called, get this, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Not tonight, I have a headache. Yep, that's right. Not tonight, honey, I have a headache. This is a book written by Dr. Ravinder Singh. He's an MD and a board-certified neurologist uh, and the best-selling author of the Headache Mastery book. That's what we're going to be talking about, these darn headaches. He's also the founder of Premier Neurology, which is an integrative practice right here in Beverly Hills. I'm looking over it right now from, right now from our studios in West Hollywood. Uh, Dr. Singh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited about this book because um, I have a clinical practice myself, and I have to tell you, getting to the root cause of the myriad of contributing factors of why people present clinically with headaches is, it's a tricky one. You got to kind of have a sleuth hat on and really get down into the details of people's lives and what are causing that. So, Tell us a little bit about your background this, and, and how you got into this integrative sort of practice here in Beverly Hills. Well, um, that's exactly why I got into this, the question that you mentioned, you know, getting to the root cause of the headache. You know, I became a neurologist. I went to UCLA, uh, did my neurology residency there. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm I mean, trained in the Western uh, method of treating patients, um, and which is focused a lot on medications. And uh, you know, as a neurologist, I see a lot of patients with, uh, with headaches. And, uh, you know, as, uh, because I'm a headache specialist, I know a lot more about medication than a general practitioner does. So when a patient comes to me, obviously I will, um, you know, try to find out what causes their headaches. Uh, but before I get, got into in, in, uh, integrative medicine, um, I was just as, as, you know, with my training and my background as a, uh, as a Western-trained physician, uh, I would go into the history of the headache and, uh, and just diagnose knows it, whether it was a migraine headache or whether it was a tension type or uh, whether there was some other underlying cause, uh, such as a brain tumor or um, some infection in the brain. But besides that, uh, when, when it comes to migraine headaches, we don't really go beyond um, you know, just the symptoms uh, just to diagnose as to whether there is, it is a migraine headache or not. And then we treat patients ba- you know, based upon that diagnosis um, and treating them with uh, you know, a very good and effective medications. Uh, but then you reach a certain point where you have all these uh, uh, patients who come in who may not be responding to the medications, and then the question is, where do we go from there? So I wasn't really satisfied with just giving them medications just to control their symptoms, and then the, the medications worked well, but you still end up depending upon medications. So that's when I started to look around and see what else I could offer my patients. And being from India, um, and I grew up in India, and uh, you know, in India, uh, alternative medicines such as Ayurvedic medicine or homeopathic remedies are very common. Western medicine is also very important, but uh, at the same time, all these uh, other um, natural techniques um, uh, are also very common. 
So when I started incorporating some of those uh, um, techniques into my practice, um, I started to see that the patients were getting much better and they were getting rid of their headaches um, because we were getting to the cause of the problem and not just addressing the symptoms <coughs> and covering the symptoms by a band-aid approach of giving them medications. So that's how I got into the integrative aspect because I was kind of not very satisfied completely with the way Western medicine um, approach was in treating patients. No, that's, uh, I, I, wow. Oh, thank you so much for that. And, you know, I always say that there's value, I think, in all systems of medicine, and certainly conventional Western medicine has its place. Um, but when you're talking about these uh, very common clinical uh, presentations, whether it's even a stomach ache or or a headache, getting into the root cause and, and, and getting into the, you know, stimulating healing from the inside out instead of putting that Band-Aid on, I think is a much more um, special outcome, I should say, for the patients especially, and of course, rewarding for practitioners as well. Right. Um, so why did you, why, like, I mean, as a neurologist, obviously, but how did you get to specialize in, in headaches? Well, um, you know, as a neurologist, uh, we see in, in private practice, you know, initially I was trained as a stroke neurologist, and I still do a lot of acute stroke work, but that's more of an inpatient. When a patient come, has a stroke, they end up going to the emergency room. They don't come to the doctor's office. Uh, and so uh, that was my training, uh, and I still am a stroke neurologist, and I treat patients with acute stroke. But in the office practice, um, there are uh, the, 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 the three more, most common neurological complaints that patients come to a neurologist's office uh, for are headache, dizziness, and back pain. So headache is the one, the, the, one of the three top neurological conditions that we see uh, all the time. So, um, and, and I do have an interest in headaches uh, because I see all these patients and, and uh, for some reason uh, I, I got very attracted to, to those patients because I wanted to get into their lives. You know, I was never satisfied <laughs> with just taking a basic history. Um, I wanted to find out what their lives were, were like, and especially uh, since headaches uh, affect uh, the population of patients who are the, in the most productive of, the, in the, of their ages, of their, their years. Um, and because migraine headache is very common in, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the 20 to 50 age group. Um, and, and so because it affects so much of your life and so if you are, uh, if you're, uh, if you're older, I mean, it's not, not to say that when you're older, it's not that important, but it uh, doesn't have as much of a social impact and impact on your family life as much, um, as it does when you, when you're having this condition, which can be, you know, uh, debilitating. So, uh, I just, you know, because it was so common and I was seeing all these patients, I said, I can do something about them, uh, and maybe offer them all these alternative th therapies. And as I got more involved and started treating more and more patients, I, become, I became more and more interested, uh, and that's uh, when, when the whole thing exploded. Ah, that's great. And I mean, it's not great. It's great for the patients. It's not great that, that uh, this subset of the population is riddled with, um, as you said, in some of their most productive years, migraine headaches. And, and on that point, Dr. Singh, you mentioned migraine headaches. What is the difference for our listeners between a quote-unquote regular headache and then a migraine headache? Well, that's a very good question. Um, um, even though we talk about migraine headaches a lot, and that that those are very, uh, you know, can be very uh, devastating and uh, you know and, and affect your life so much. Uh, migraine headaches are not the most common type of headaches, though. 
uh, tension type headaches or the, just a general regular headaches are the most common type of headaches. Um, <clears throat> but we should not uh, we should not uh, um, um, mistake these regular headaches for migraine headaches. Um, migraine headaches actually is a brain problem. A uh, headache just happens to be one of the symptoms of the headache. So it's not just a headache. It is accompanied by many other uh, neurological symptoms, uh, such as nausea, vomiting. Uh, there's light sensitivity. There could be uh, sound sensitivity. Some people are very allergic, very sensitive to smells as well. So it's a brain problem. We now know that there, there are areas in the brain that generate this, this, this whole uh, increased sensitivity of the brain. We don't really know exactly why that happens or what is the, you know, the, in the initial event uh, that, that happens in the brain. Uh, but once it uh, starts, uh, there's a whole casket of uh, events that happen in the brain. All the, There are different chemicals that are elevated or other uh, chemicals that are suppressed. Um, and that leads to all of these symptoms that accompany the headache. And sometimes patients don't even have a headache. Uh, can have a migraine, what's, what's called a migraine equivalent, or the migraine aura without the headache. And so there are different kinds of other symptoms that, that I mentioned that are part of the whole uh, uh, syndrome of migraine. And that is not necessarily part of when you have like, like a tension-type headache. A tension headache or a regular headache um, occurs mainly in, in, you know, in the forehead. It's more like a tightness and you feel tired. And if you're stressed out, uh, sometimes you can get this pain. It's more like a, uh, you know, like a pressure in the brain. Uh, and the, the type of headache you have in, in a migraine is much different. It's more of a throbbing type of pain and it's more located on one side or the other. It's usually not just in the, in the, in the frontal region only. Um, so those are some of the major differences. Uh, the main thing to, to remember is that migraine headache is accompanied by other symptoms, whereas a tension-type headache may not have any of those other symptoms. Okay, got it. That's a great distinction, and it's good for folks to know. So when we talk about migraines, um, obviously, you know, you are probably just so skilled at this because you're so interested and you want to get into these people's lives and understand what it's like so we can understand what may be triggering these um, migraines. And a lot of times when migraines come up, food sensitivities are top of mind for me. What do you think about that? Are there certain foods that folks should, if they are suffering from migraine headaches, be watching as far as avoiding? Could that be helpful? Well, uh there are certainly uh, what we call migraine triggers, and foods, uh, different kinds of foods, are certainly very important triggers for a lot of patients. Um, and uh, so much so that a lot of doctors, uh, especially early on, they created all these lists of migraine uh, foods that, uh, that they would give to patients who suffer from migraine headaches, telling them, well, don't eat these foods uh, because they may uh, trigger your headaches. Well, I have a problem with that, in that um, if a particular food is not a trigger for you, why stay away from that food? Um, and so it is important for each person to find out what they are, what they are sensitive to, not just what is on a, on a particular list of items that a doctor gives you. Um, so you have to experiment for yourself. Uh, is that particular food uh, an important trigger for you or not? If it is not a trigger for you, then you don't have to avoid it. Um, there are some general principles. I mean, we all, all want to eat healthy, and we all recommend that you stay away from processed foods as much as possible. Uh, there are some triggers that are very common, such as chocolate or, or you know, a, you know, red wine um, or, or, uh, or cheese. Uh, 
but again, those are foods that um, a lot of people have, but not everybody. Uh, so it's important for you if you suffer from migraine headaches and you have some food sensitivities, it is important for you to design your own uh, list of foods that you are sensitive to that you may, want, you may want to avoid, not just any particular list that somebody else gives you. Oh, personalized medicine. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> it's what works yes. best if we could just take into the account that everybody's such an individual. And all right. So on another common, I think, conception when it comes to headache stress, what about stress? Is it bad? Is that a con- contributing factor to headaches in general? Well, stress is a very important cause of uh, all types of headaches. It can, uh, um, obviously, it can increase your stress headaches or attention type headaches. They're all different names for the common headaches that people get. Uh, so if you're very stressed out and uh, you're, under, uh, you're uh, upset or angry or um, you're agitated for whatever reason uh, or you have a lot of stress on your brain, it can cause some, you know, the, the, usually the, the stress-type headaches. But it is also an important trigger for migraine headaches as well. Um, so stress, uh, you know, if you, if you have migraine headaches, it is important for you to evaluate your life and see what's causing stress as well because that can be an important trigger uh, for you. And that's one of the reasons that I uh, have been focusing a lot on stress uh, lately, uh, trying to help people to, de- to determine what is causing the stress in their lives and how they can uh, change their lives around so that you know, the stress is not as important a trigger as uh, it normally is. More with Dr. Holly Lucille coming up, but first I want to tell you about Anxiocom from Terry Naturally Vitamins. Terry Naturally specializes in bringing European-tested, unique natural medicines and proprietary custom formulations to the American consumer. So let me ask you this. Do you feel overwhelmed and anxious from time to time? I know it. We all do, but I've got something you're going to like. It's called Anxiocom, a supplement from Terry Naturally Vitamins. Anxiocom is clinically studied to quiet your nerves and relieve your occasional anxiety. It enhances restful sleep, promotes mental health, and emotional well-being. It's perfect for everyday use or occasionally when you need extra support. Anxiocom is non-drowsy, non-addictive, and safe. It provides relief when you need it without drowsiness or mental fog. So go to TerryNaturallyVitamins.com and enter promo code STRESS to get $7 off your box of Anxiocom. That's TerryNaturallyVitamins.com and enter promo code STRESS to get $7 off your box of Anxiocom. Now back to the Dr. Holly Lucille Show. So I want to talk more about your institute. Tell me, how did you st- how did you start your institute, and wh- what's what's its full name? Well, it's called Beverly Hills Headache Institute, um, okay. and uh, the way I started it is, you know, as I became more interested in alternative therapies, I realized that uh, you know I cannot do everything myself. You know, I'm a Western trained physician. I want to focus on my specialty. I, I still believe in neurology. I'm a neurologist, and I know that uh, there's a role for uh, for Western medicine 
as you mentioned earlier, it's not like uh, it's not that Western medicine is all bad or Eastern medicine is all good. There are strong areas of Western medicine uh, that are important, and there are strong areas of Eastern medicine that are important. Uh, for example, if you have a, an accident or you have a heart attack, uh, that's not the time to go see an Eastern practitioner and get get acupuncture because uh, that may not help you if you're suffering from an acute heart attack. You have to go to the emergency room and get treated with Western medicine. So uh, I decided that. I want to focus on neurology. I don't want to just take another course in acupuncture or take a course in homeopathic medicine uh, or other uh, techniques. So I decided to um, get other people who are uh, specialists in their own areas and to bring them all in one place so that uh, we can you know, provide the, the best care uh, from all the different uh, alternative therapies that, that, uh, that I have found to be helpful. Um, so the Beverly Hills Institute is the name of, uh, of, of, of this institute where we have uh, practitioners of different other uh, specialties such as acupuncture, chiropractic. I have an Ayurvedic specialist who does uh, uh, yoga therapy, and the yoga therapy that she does is more one-on-one yoga, and it's medical therapeutic yoga, not just a regular yoga class. Um, it's all about treating the individual patient. Um, even when you're talking about yoga, it may be very helpful for stress management, um, but uh, you have to use it properly, and you have to use the type of therapies that can uh, help you individually, not just a, a, you know, a, a population of patients. So you have a homeopathic specialist, a nutritionist, um, and uh, at some at one point we had a massage therapist, but in, we, we will be getting another one. So it, these are all the different specialties that are all under one roof. Um, nice. So when the patient comes in with a problem, um, I initially assess them for the headaches, and then depending upon what I feel uh, might uh, benefit them, I may refer them to the other uh, practitioners, get their input, and then, and then uh, formulate a plan of uh, care that incorporates both Western and some of those Eastern uh, strategies depending upon each individual patient. Nice. Yeah, and I, I also see that you have the modality um, non-butropod allergy elimination technique, otherwise known as NAET, that I know for a fact can be extremely helpful in clearing some sensitivities for folks. And so what a fascinating uh, institute with all of these different modalities focusing on an individual patient, the Beverly Hills Headache Institute. Um, Great mission. So not only the Institute, but let's get back to the fact that you have this book, which is also amazing because you're spreading the word in any way that you can. Um, Why did you decide to write it? Well, so um, I realized that a lot of people didn't know anything about um, all these alternative therapies, and they may have known something about yoga because that is very common in this country now. Uh, There's like a yoga studio at every corner, (laughs) pretty much. Uh, but they don't know what, what the reality of yoga therapy is, and they don't know what homeopathy is. They don't know how acupuncture works. They may have heard of acupuncture and needles, but they don't, don't know what uh, traditional Chinese medicine is. And as you mentioned, the NAET, the Namudripa's Allergy Elimination Technique, most people haven't heard about that. So I thought that would be a good idea to uh, write a book uh, in which I will discuss both Western and Eastern medicine. 
And that's exactly what I do. I, I discuss uh, how to diagnose patients with headaches, what type of different headaches there are, um, and what are the, the, the conventional approaches, what medications uh, we use, and how we choose different kind of medications. And then I talk about uh, the, the different uh, modalities and talk about what is the, what is the natural approach, uh, in, uh, you know, uh, at, at the bottom of the, you know, uh, uh, just, to, just to give an example of, uh, before discussing the individual approaches, what does it mean by having a natural approach? Uh, how is natural medicine different from Western medicine? Um, and then discussing all these different approaches, and then at the end, how do I combine the, all the different approaches? And, and when, I, when I'm uh, uh, sitting in front of a patient, how do we decide what, uh, what approach to use? Um, and uh, so it's basically um, treating a patient with headaches. And so I give uh, examples of, of you know if patients who have who are suffering from migraines, um, they can use this book to self-treat themselves. Uh, they don't necessarily have to go to a doctor or, or at least get get educated about what does acupuncture mean and whether that will help them or not. Or when they go to see an acupuncturist, what to expect. When they go see an Ayurvedic doctor, what to expect from that person. When they go to a homeopathic physician, what to expect. So it kind of gives an overall picture of uh, the different modalities and how do we combine all the different ones to treat a particular patient. Wow, congratulations. That's just amazing. I love it. Thank you so much. You know, uh, I think with Western-trained neurologists and folks like you who open their own minds, and this is exactly what the show is about, mindful medicine, and start to understand perhaps that getting into more of the root cause is going to help further outcomes and relieve folks of the pain and the clinical presentations that they're um, coming in with, uh, it's just, it's just charming to me. It really is. And I really appreciate it. And I, I know as well, you've got a blog. People can go to your blog at treatmyheadache.com. You're on Twitter as your headache doc. Um, love it. And then of course, yep. Facebook, you've got the Beverly Hills headache Institute. And once again, if somebody's inpatient at Cedars, uh, premier neurology.com, uh, acute stroke work, just congratulations for all of your work. Thank you so much for doing, uh, everything that you're doing to get the word out. And uh, I just really appreciate, uh, I just really appreciate your time. Well, thank you very much for all those uh, kind words. And uh, uh, I, I like your mission. I think we, all of us uh, who believe in treating individual patients and in a personalized treatment, we need to get the word out as much as we can uh, so that people can benefit from all these different approaches and, uh, you know, try to lessen the the degree of uh, disability uh, that all these diseases cause them. Yeah, and you know, the other thing that I think that you're hinting at as well, even when you said, you know, I'm, I wrote this book so people can maybe self-treat, when I look at the word primary care provider, I always feel at the end of the day, you know, we should, each individual should be primarily in charge of providing care for themselves. And that doesn't mean that we don't go out and like if our car, you know, breaks down or if there's an issue or there's a sound, we go see somebody that can help us, a mechanic or what have you, but we pay attention to it. It doesn't mean that we're not doing that. It does mean, though, that at the end of the day, we are primarily in charge of maybe garnering this information and then applying it to our condition so we can take care of ourselves. And so I think that, uh, I think that you know, knowledge is power, certainly, but self-knowledge is superpower, and you're also helping that track as well. Yes, that is true. Uh, and, and people need to take uh, take charge of their own lives and not just depend upon other doctors and just uh, have somebody else tell them what to do. I couldn't agree with you more, Dr. Singh. 
Thank you so much. Uh, once again, folks, the book that you can either get on the blog website called treatmyheadache.com is affectionately called Not Tonight, I Have a Headache. Dr. Ravender Singh, uh, right here in Beverly Hills. Mindful listeners, thank you again so much for your time, and we'll see you next time.